If you're a race driver and you want to know how to win, how to succeed every single race weekend, then I've got something for you. Even get Hello, it's Enzo Mucci. Welcome to episode number 11 of the Race Driver Coach Show. And i got to apologise. I've got to apologise for being a bit messed up of when the videos are coming out or not, but I've been a bit busy. We just had a really successful weekend at the Indy 500. Now I'm back in England, and tomorrow I've got to fly back out to Detroit. So I'm getting this video in quickly now. Hopefully I can get it onto YouTube in time just to get it out to you guys, and it will help you with the next coming weekend. Today, what we're going to talk about is... What can, you th what can you imagine that I do, right? I go to a race weekend with a driver and it's all about how can I get that driver to perform at their best? How can we use this weekend to make them better so the next weekend they keep improving? And then that curve of progression carries on. It's never, it's never ending as you can imagine. But that's really what I do. And I split everything down about what makes a driver good, what makes this driver good, how what's their strengths? We really need to know their strengths because we use them. We use them to maximize their weekends. And obviously, what things they need to improve, and we'll put them up as well. That's all part of it. And that is kind of what inspired this video because we're there to work at a race weekend. And at the end, we get a nice result or whatever the result is, it helps us on our way. But as I look around the paddock, I'm seeing other drivers and they're just not enjoying it. You can see they get a result and they're beat. They're so results driven that it's harming them. It's, it's affecting their happiness in racing. It's killing their careers. It's making them downright miserable. You can imagine what it's doing to their relationships at home. It's just a knock on effect. And again, this was another big inspiration for this episode and something I've wanted to talk about for quite a while. And I got this question that reminded me of it actually. I said, right, today, I know I'm flying to Detroit tomorrow and I'm busy but I've got to do this, I've got to get this out because it's on my mind. Strike while it's hot. So Stuart, he sent me a message, he sent me a question, and that's what really made me do this episode. Here it is. I keep letting results affect my flow at race weekends. If they are good, I feel good. If they are bad, I panic. I want to be in control of my mind more in this area. Any advice? Well, yeah, I love that area. <laughs> that's all I do, as I just said. Okay, results driven. I can tell by the question, you say good and bad. So if a result is single digits, I don't know, if it's a win, if it's a podium, you all of a sudden you say, it's good. I feel good about it, I feel good about myself. That's been a good weekend. And if it's not so good, I can imagine that it's a 10th, a 12th, a 20th, whatever it is on your scale of good and bad. First thing, I want you to learn or remember and remind yourself every single weekend is that the result doesn't mean if it's a good or bad. There shouldn't be a label to a result, a position that you finish in or to a lap time. Because as soon as there is, as soon as you put your identity, who you think you should be, how good you are, and you connect it, you link it to a result, that's the beginning and the end, my friend. That's you starting to say that if the day goes well, then I'm in the top, whatever, 10, 5, 10, 2, 1. But if it goes bad, then I'm back there. It's too black and white. And it's something that you're not fully in control of. So it's crazy when I see drivers saying, 
I don't know, I ask them, how did the weekend go? And they say, oh, it was, it was good because I got position. And I'm like, yeah, but how did it go? How did you perform? As a coach, that's all I'm interested in. The result is the result. That's the mathematics of competition. You got this result. But what happened beforehand? All these things had to happen for you to get that result. I want to know about these things. I don't want to know about the frigging result. That's just, yeah, okay, you answered the equation better than the other competitors. Congratulations. But what about next time? What about your personal growth? What about you growing them strengths and getting even stronger in them areas so you absolutely dominate the field? What about your personal happiness in the racing? Your rhythm? What's going to help you in life from this racing? And what are the things you've got to work on? That's really what I'm asking. When I ask a driver, how was the weekend? It's a deep question. And it deserves a deep answer. Not just, I did shit because I was 15th. The car was crap because I was 18th. This is backwards. Most drivers, teams, parents, coaches, freaking managers, sponsors sometimes, they see the result, black and white. Ah, good, bad, shit. You're rubbish. And that's it. There's a whole freaking story behind every single result. There's a story behind every lap time, every decision that you make. And if you want a successful race weekend, I want you to get a bit more fascinated with what leads up to the result rather than the result itself. You can finish 15th and have the best weekend and drive at your best than you ever have before. But if you ignore the fact, if you just say, yeah, but it was 15th, and you don't realize what just happened in the car that, that actual day. Magic happened. You got spun around twice. You came in the pits and you still finished 15th out of 40 cars. Man, you were on fire. There's more to just a result. And I want you to remember this. I want you to live this philosophy. This is just advice, but it's good advice. <laughs> it's really good advice. And that's what's helped me help drivers succeed is because we get down to the equation, the mathematics of what builds a result. Take a look at this. This is to give you a quick example of how I see the mathematics of a result, right? There's certain parts that have to be added up to get a result at the end. First, there's you. And under that umbrella becomes your driving skill, your mentality, the decisions you make, which is really linked to mentality, the knowledge you have, your experience, and so on. It's basically how you performed mentally, physically, your driving skills in certain situations. That's the first bit, right? Then we have to add that to your car, the competitiveness of your car, the engine, the setup that's on the car, the reliability of it. We need to know how that performed in every single area of the car. Then there's things that are out of your control. Other competitors, you had a mechanical failure or a bad batch of tires, or let's just say you picked up a puncture. You know, things are out of your control that you couldn't do anything about. We have to put that in a box. And then there's something called luck, which I suppose pick up in a puncture. <laughs> that could be down to luck as well. But say somebody goes off in front of you, you know, their brakes fail behind you or something and they take you out. Good luck and bad luck, by the way. Or you somehow save a slide. You're in the lead, right? And you're going through a certain corner and you're right on the edge and you save a slot. You don't know how you did it, but you saved it. You're like, actually, that was more luck. We have to take that into consideration when we're trying to see a certain weekend for what it really was. Let's just say there's these four areas that equal a result. 
you add them together. How is your performance? The cars, the things out of your control. Was there something there that was out of your control that predetermined this result that is actually only applicable for this race weekend? Maybe. It's got to be looked at because it might not repeat itself ever again. And then the luck side of it, kind of similar. What happened that actually was bad luck? And what happened was a good luck and we got away with? These four things, you start to become fascinated in the equation to what gets a result, what creates a result. Because remember, it's in the language. It's called result. And you've got to think to yourself, result of what? Ah, it's result of all these things happening. So when I see a driver like Stuart and a lot of other people, a lot of other drivers out there in life as well, and they let themselves become driven, pardon the pun, come driven by their results and it affects their emotions. It affects their performance on the next time out. It's madness because really all it is is a result. Really what they should be fascinated with and curious of is the equation. What came before the result? What created that damn thing? I don't need any emotion on the result itself because that is the truth. This, this, this and this happened to create that result, whether it's a lap time or an actual position. Interesting. Now, if we change something here in sector num section number one and this in number two, just let the other two go. How will that influence the result? Ah, amazing. It's worse <laughs> or it's better. Okay, let's just keep changing it until we get the results we want. Every weekend should be a catalyst for your fascination and your curiosity of how to improve the equation. That's all you care about. If you get the result that you're not really expected, good or bad, it just means something's gone on. It doesn't need you to attach your identity. That's the problem. If somebody like a driver, a team, anybody, attaches their, their ego, their identity to the results they got, I'm the best because I got P1, or I'm the worst because I got P25, it affects your mojo, it affects your concentration, it affects your performance. You are more than a result. There's, and there's, the story is bigger than just a result. I had this problem when I worked for people that were kind of talent scouts, but they would pay for drivers. And if the results weren't very good, they would say, out. I don't want to back this driver anymore. It's like, come on, there's so much more to the story. You can't, I can see that this driver is good. I can see this driver's got potential. You put them with their strengths. This certain driver's got certain strengths. You put them in a different car. You put them in a different championship, a different way. Maybe they're not a single seater sprint driver. They're more of a GT driver. You position them in the industry here. They will earn you money. They will be successful. But a lot of the time, the person paying doesn't listen. They just see black and white results. Oh no, they're not P1, P1, P1. I don't want to know. They're not looking any deeper. They're not looking beyond skin deep. They're not looking any deeper than what's caused that result. Is the driver shit? Is the driver completely useless and not gonna be a race driver? Or is there another part of them four and the other? You can imagine there's a lot more areas than just four that equal a result, but that's just briefed it up, made it easy to understand. But is there more to this story than just the results rubbish? Yes, very often. And if you're not looking there, you're gonna miss the grand picture. If you're not looking there, you're not gonna improve. You've got to be mentally strong or mentally fit in order to race a car. 
in order to get the best out of yourself, in order to perform on demand. The car has also got to be able to perform on demand, which means the people around it, the mechanics, the engineers, the team, the preparation, it's all got to be there. And then the luck, and then things out of your control, they come and go. But the first two, if you focus on these first two, every single weekend and how, oh, that's interesting, we came 13th in that session, one second off, fascinating. What can I do now, like a cocktail, change the ingredients or when you're cooking something, what can I do to change that result? That's all you're there to do. It's fascination. It's you seeing how you can influence a result, not the other way around. Because if you're, again, attaching everything you can to that result and you're starting to overdrive in the car, you're starting to get stressed, you're not really enjoying racing anymore, then what are you doing it for? You're creating this result by what you're doing. You're creating a result. You're making that or allowing that to get you angry. You're allowing it to lose your sponsorship, to lose your drive. And then you take that feeling from that result and you plunk it back into the equation, into the you section, and it affects it and the results don't get better. The results probably get worse. Unless little lady luck does something and gets you in, you know, but really... you're affecting the equation more, then you get a bad result and you take that ego, that mentality back in and you dump it on there and you're really not enjoying it. Everybody has a bad time. You blame the team, so you blame sector two. You blame the car when really it's probably you. And it's just a spiral of madness. And I see it all the time and I'm like, come on guys, I can see from a distance. If you just tweak one little thing, That P11 can come P3 very easily, but you're that close, you're so close but it's just there. But because you're letting this P11 influence you and you're getting mad, everyone's really kicking their helmets around and falling out with each other, it's just now you've created a problem that didn't exist. So it comes back to you, Stuart. If I want and everybody out there that's doing this, we're all falling for it, right? If we don't get the result, it could be playing a computer game. Don't get the result, ah, this is rubbish, switch it off. No, if you just change one slight thing in the, especially the two areas, then it's gonna change your whole life. It's gonna change the results you get. And then the momentum switches the other way. You tweak something, ah, it may only be applicable to this very race, not even race two, but this race. But what we did there, something worked. Was it Lady Luck? Was it other things out of our control? Or was it me as a driver, as a competitor, as a person? Or was it the car? And then you start to see patterns. This is why it's good to have a coach, isn't it? Because they start to see patterns and start to decode it and say, okay, if we do this, this, and this, we know we're going to be somewhere in this ballpark of results. Great. Tweak it. Oh, no, we've gone backwards. Tweak it. Okay. And once you get this this, uh, approach for your race weekends, so you become fascinated with the actual equation of how to capture, uh, to make a result, the whole race weekend becomes a bit different. A little bit less emotion attached to what's the end result. And you start to say, this is fascinating, this is interesting. I really like this because now I know and I understand how to get the best out of myself, the car, how to put myself in areas where maybe Lady Luck will give me a bit more love and how to influence others, which actually is things out of my control, I thought. But in doing these, everyone else is screwing. If I just focus on the process, on the equation, on the mathematics of a result, you watch what everyone else does. First, they think what I preach. 
they think I'm bulletproof because the result is shit, but I'm still working and staying happy and being motivated. And that affects them, that kills them. So my teammates like, what the hell can I do to beat this driver? He's just, or she's just finished 11th. And they're still focused, happy, beaming, optimistic. They feel like they know what to change. That's a person that's hard to beat. That's the person I want you to be. And it's the person you can be. If you just change your focus on what you're focusing on a set weekend, give it a go, you'll feel different. Emotionless about the result. Let everyone else, this is the test, let everyone else kick off about the result, but you stay true to the equation, the truth. Because they will, they say, oh, this is rubbish, it's not working because now you're P15, you weren't ever P15 before, you're like, ah. I could have been P20 if I didn't pay attention to the actual equation. Now I'm gonna change something and see if it changes the result. Just be emotionless. Again, let everybody else kick off. You stay centered, you stay true to the truth and find out what the hell is really going on. And then that allows you to pull away all the bullshit and live in your own little matrix. This is why people that win, it's a very strange quote this, a very strange thing to say, but this is why people that win can't really be understood by others. They see others that are influenced by the stupid things like a result. They start to say, oh, he's eccentric or he's got a different way of seeing things, he's crazy. Oh yeah, I could always see he was different. He's different, she's different because they're focusing on different things. If you're focusing on core reasons why the result is what it is, you're much more likely to be in control and to know what's going on. You'll become an expert very quickly. You'll start to see patterns, as I say. That's what I call mastery. That's how you're gonna be a champion. Because it may be the long game. You may have to go through a lot of bad results to find out what's going on, how to get the best out of yourself out of the car and create situations. But eventually, you'll be unbeatable. No matter what we put you in, you'll find out the truth and you'll know. Through experience, you'll pick it up quickly. Is this making sense? Because it's, it's a bit strange, but basically all I'm saying, don't let the result drive you. You drive the equation and see what happens to the result. If you do that every single race weekend, become really interested, curious, always use that, in the equation, then you'll become a mathematician of success. You will know exactly what plus what plus, okay, there's a little bit I can't control, but that's why it's variance on the result and how to get it with that specific car, that specific championship, that team, I know exactly what to do. You'll jump in, bang, you'll do it. That's the database of knowledge you build, the skill. It does take time like any other sport, but I promise you, you approach your race weekends like this, you will have success because you'll come away with maybe a 20th, but you'll know inside, you know exactly what to do next time. You'll know exactly what to do. If that lady luck just gave you a little bit of a, a bit showed you a bit of leg this time next time out then people are going to be talking about you i love seeing this i love seeing a driver when they start to crack this they start to become really interested in the equation and they start to improve stuff and i can feel it coming i can feel like the next time or next year people are going to be talking about this driver and i can't wait for them to see it i said exactly the same when verstappen went to f1 i was like f1 just you wait what's going to hit you I could see it because I could see he was fascinated and his father fascinated on the equation. He got his ass kicked obviously when he didn't get the result, but that's that. Still, it was there. We have to cover every base, mate. And then the equation, then the, the result would come. And I knew when he went to F1, no one's seen anything yet. You wait till he gets there. And it was just because of that. 
their approach. And I want you to take that approach. Do not fall for what the teams are falling for, what your parents are falling for, what the person on the phone is, or on the internet or Instagram slagging you off for, which is result. You stay true to the equation. You stay, you stay true to the truth. And I promise you, eventually, you'll be the one that stood at the top. You got this. Good. See you next time.